Yep. Welcome to Crackers and Milk. Welcome to Crackers I, and I Milk. I can't hear this. Welcome to Crackers and Milk. Welcome to Crackers and Milk. <laughs> we have a guest. We do have a guest. <laughs> so if you see a little person walking through the frame. Look if we say her name. Oh, yeah. Aurora is wonderful. And she's here today um, as our guest. So today we are actually talking about My Fair Lady and J-Cab's R Synopsis. In this beloved musical, pompous phonetics professor Henry Higgins, played by Rex Harrison, is so sure of his abilities that he takes it upon himself to transform a cockney working-class girl into someone who can pass for a cultured member of high society. His subject turns out to be the lovely Eliza Doolittle, played by Audrey Hepburn, who agrees to... <laughs> to speech lessons to improve her job prospects. Higgins and Elijah class then form an unlikely bond, one that is uh, sorry threatened by an aristocratic suitor played by Jeremy Brett. 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 Okay. So what did you guys think of the movie? <laughs> Aurora. Thank you, Aurora. <laughs> so I think y'all got my text. I liked. I was so. <laughs> I enjoyed In the this first movie. five minutes. You yes. love this movie. <laughs> I did. You're like, I've only watched five minutes, and I love this movie. I love. I love the character. I love this dude that is all about this pronunciation. And, and where's this gentleman from? Oh, you're from uh, yeah. Southern Wells, and with an Indian. And I'm like, this. This is cool. And this guy's a total yeah. nerd. <laughs> but it's it is fun though to think. Um, even when I say um, he would yeah. probably scold me for that. Don't you say um? Yeah. Or as the British say, erm. If you've ever watched the <laughs> subtitles, it says U R M erm. Aurora, hey, we're we're trying. We're recording. You gotta be quiet for right now. <laughs> what did you think of it, Jake? Oh, this is one of my favorite musicals. Okay. Well, so you enjoyed it, and you liked him, Henry. I love the whole premise, yeah. like bringing that girl in, yeah, training her how to speak because mm-hmm. she speaks <laughs> whatever that language. I'm a good girl, I am. <laughs> Cockney. Cockney. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's what it is. And, you know, I mean, it's, I guess it could be comparable to somebody in the South, you know, some, yeah, yeah that kind Where of you, thing. Where like, sometimes you can understand it, but sometimes you can't understand it, right? <laughs> yes, I am so sorry, everyone listening <laughs> to my girl going through all the candy that Dave got out for. Yeah. But she's loving it. She's loving it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a fun, yeah. and the, the songs are well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. I liked the whole the whole movie. This one. No, and like as I was as I was watching it, it was um, one thing that came to my mind was the whole 
um, like Jake with this kind of premise where somebody takes somebody out of, you know, like their ugly phase. She's all that. That's it. Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, where it was like, that's what I was asking Mike. I was like, Mike, was this like the beginning of like where somebody took her out of the, like took the person out of the ugly phase and then brought them up to like where they're attractive to people and that sort of thing? Is this one of them like a redemption or whatever? Sure. I don't sure. Know. I don't know. I was just asking. Contrary to popular belief, I do not know everything. I know. We just have to cover everything. We have to cover the base. We cover the base, and then boom. Well, Sheena said it was something like Pretty Woman. That's where. Yep. You get. I guess she was a hooker, right? Yeah, Pretty Woman was a a hooker. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) A cop girl. She was a streetwalker. Woman of the street night. Walker. Woman, of the, woman night. of the night. Woman of the night. She was a woman of the night. And, you know, I mean, it's, I think a lot of people, I don't know, I'm sure many of us know a person who is like, oh, I'm dating this guy and he's yeah. really terrible, but I'm going to change him kind of <sighs> attitude. And that's what I think yeah. maybe the doctor dude a little. William, what's his name? Has that? Yeah, Doc. No, no, no. Doolittle. Yeah, Henry Iggins. By the way, I Iggins. love that. And then they're Doolittles. They're the Doolittles. She's the Doolittle. Yeah. Higgins. So yeah. Higgins. Oh, hey, does Higgins have anything to do with Magnum PI? The same Higgins? No, I don't think so. I I think it's based off of that character. I'm like, oh, Higgins. I can totally see this. Sorry, another. Thoughts, Mike, watching this movie. <laughs> oh, man, it's Higgins. Did you ever watch, um, so when they went to the, when she made her debut as a socialite where she was talking properly to people? Ooh, yeah, I love that Did scene. you ever watch Corella? I haven't seen Corella. Okay. So in Corella, there's just this. Hey, spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> a part, just a part where, um. Emma Thompson. Cruella. No. 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 No, no, no. Emma Thompson. Oh, is the boss of Is the boss, yeah. And she she has a ball of black and white. And so that scene where they were just dancing and at the horse track, I was just like, oh, kind of reminds me of Cruella. It's like, it, it was interesting where it brought that up and it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Well, I'm glad speaking. I'm glad you brought up that part. That part was fun. I know we're skipping around, but that part was fun because uh, you meet Miss Higgins, Higgins's mother. Yes, who yeah. she frowns upon who he is as a person, <laughs> <laughs> which is fun to see this this these levels of hierarchy of yeah people. Yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, it, you know he thinks yeah. he's. He's the bomb. I mean, his house is nice, and he's very well-mannered. And then he's... Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. She's good. Uh, it's fun to, you know, see that. And that, that racetrack scene. Yeah. Um, Sheena and I watched this other show on TLC. Yeah. Or up, yeah. or whatever. Some 
show, but they actually go to a racetrack and these women go to this this place where they actually dress them up and have all these fancy hats and that's what you wear when you go to these track things. I didn't know that still was a thing, but yeah, they when you when you go to it, you dress up very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Kentucky you watch, Derby. You don't watch the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, the Kentucky Derby. Yes, yeah. thank you. Well, I mean, I watch the horses. I don't watch what the people are wearing. <laughs> well, it shows the women in those ridiculous those hats. huge yeah. hats. Yeah. yeah, like why don't we wear hats like that? <laughs> I know that's so cool. I think that's what I like too about the movie. These, the dress and. Yeah. And when, I, when when we were watching it, when, when does it take place? Nineteen. It was automobiles were invented. Yeah, nineteen thirty something, maybe. I'm not sure. But w- going into Higgins's house, yeah, I was loving just w- looking all the fun stuff that he had on his yeah. desk, and I was like, "That's me." If I were in the 1930s, I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> I gotta have these hourglasses. <laughs> these things are awesome." I think it was more 1910. 1910. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had the he had the record player, yeah. And they I guess those. the phonograph, maybe is that what it was called back then? Yeah, the phonograph. Yeah, they they had those. It was fun to watch. I, yeah, yeah. It was an entertaining movie. Thanks, Aurora. Yes, thank you. She's cleaning up. A lot better than I am. Those gotcha. cookies are all going to fall out. That's all right. <laughs> They're probably pretty old. Just go, Aurora. Go. Just go. Just go. You got it. They're pro- they're probably pretty old. But yeah, like it was just a uh, like you. I don't know. Like I I like the premise of it where he was actually able to choose, and then you just see all of these sorts of things like um, the dress and how they put a coat down for somebody. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I'm like, oh. That's what they used to do. Yeah. We don't do that anymore, but that's what we used to do. Yeah. Like as a property, you just put something down so they could step in it and then they step in their vehicle or step in whatever. And it was like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun watching it. Yeah. Fun. Good. Yeah. Good. What? What's our, what's the song you've been singing leading up to this? I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night. So, I beg for more. <laughs> so that scene, that she's fallen in love with this guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. They, oh wow, he danced with me, and oh. because she finally started talking correctly, correctly, and they sing the song, the 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 planes, the planes. Right. The, yeah, where it's the, the rain, rain in Spain. The rain in Spain. Spain. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I mean, you know, all of a sudden she gets these A's down because it's ah, ah, A, A. And she finally gets it down. And then, like, seconds later, she's singing perfectly. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> she just moved right on to well, went from so speaking and then. It was the speech that he gives her. Because it's like 3 o'clock in the morning and he sits down and he gives her a speech about how she can accomplish this thing. And it's her who's going to do it. And that's what leads to the problems later in the film. Because she does it and he takes the credit. Oh yeah, that's Mm. right. Yep. Yep. And then with the horse race, they have a 
a suitor where he starts talking to her. Oh, yeah. yes, the suitor. I'm glad you brought that right. up. Yeah. And then, like, I remember seeing one scene where Henry is listening and she says something, like, I couldn't hear it, but she said something, and he's just like, so that's wrong you said that, but okay. No, she's she's speaking yeah. properly. Proper, but yes. with slang terms, I guess? With slang terms and colorful stories about yeah. her past. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Oh. And it's fun, because uh, Higgins, it, doesn't Higgins kind of intervene? Oh, she's, she's explained, like, because he, he's trying he, to cover for her for... She, did her in. Yeah. What? Did, Did her, her in. in. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it's really, that's, I love that. That is a good scene. Yeah. yeah. It, this movie's funny. It's yeah, got yeah. good music in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's good. The suitor, I, I must have spaced out watching the movie. I don't know what happened, but I was like, wait, her dad is a like a millionaire now because they, they grew up in this Kind of in the streets, and yeah. it shows his her dad coming out of a bar drinking. And, with a little bit. Which with a little bit. It's an awesome song, too. With a little bit. Okay, okay. Okay, so he runs into his daughter, and he's like, oh, sorry, miss. He's like, oh. Oh, it's you. It's you. Yeah. And then, but he sells her? Yeah, for or five like, bucks. Five pounds. Five, Five pounds. pounds. Thank you. And you wouldn't take ten pounds. No, I won't because take because it was too much. It was too, too much. Yeah. Ten was ten yeah. pounds was too much. And, and Higgins loves him. Yeah. yeah. And so he jokingly, because that American wants American millionaire wants yeah. yeah Higgins to come over and talk yeah or send him letters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he says, give him the name of Alfred P. Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why he's a millionaire in, in the second act. Yeah. Because the the millionaire in America dies and leaves him 40. Four, it's 4,000 pounds, pounds a year. A year, yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is that's quite a, a bit so, back then. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And he's, who does he get married to? Who's he? He's marrying his girlfriend. Yeah. He... She's known as the stepmother throughout okay. the, the film. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm all proper, she wants to be proper too. Right. <laughs> I like it when uh, Henry Higgins comes and he's like, oh, so you married Mrs. Doolittle. He's like, nope. Nope. Did not marry her. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so... Like, with it, what was, like, some of your favorite songs or, like, what, what did you guys enjoy? I, overall, it's been good. Like, we've been talking about stuff, but what did you yeah. enjoy the most about it where it was like, oh, I really like this part? Come on, Dover! Come on, Dover! Move your bloomin' ass! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I... I love that part where yeah. she's talking about her aunt and the gin and the yeah and her dad yeah. pouring gin down her throat to <laughs> revitalize her and <laughs> and then she she as soon as she says that and yeah. she's like oh no yeah <laughs> and the the colonel I can't remember his name but he's the the gentleman who's there with Higgins. Yeah, the guy that from from India. Colonel Hugh Pickering. Pickering. Went at the racetrack. He's just got his head in his hands. 
And he's just shaking his head back and forth because of what she's saying. That's awesome. And th- is that when she when she yells out while the horses? No, it's when she's okay. telling the story of her aunt. Yeah. Okay. I like it when the horse scene where she she quiets the crowd by her yeah. outburst of a proper lady faints. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. It's fun to see that, you know, she's growing, but, you know, yeah, she has those things. Yeah. Fun. And with this, I'm I'm, I'm just asking with this, because I remember hearing something about My Fair Lady. My Fair Lady, the stage person, stage, stage the actress that made it popular, was Julie Andrews, right? Mm-hmm. And Audrey Hepburn was... Was she nominated for this one, or was she not nominated? And then Julie Andrews, whatever she did, she was nominated for that. Wait, Where, sorry, what do you mean? So she was nominated. I want to say some about Academy Award. Oh, I, and like because people didn't like Mike. Do you have an answer? Audrey Hepburn's. <laughs> this rendition. sounds familiar. Rendition of My Fair Lady. So, oh yes, okay. That she got like I can tell people. you why Audrey Hepburn was and not Julie Andrews. Okay. They wanted somebody more famous. Well, yeah, at that time, Audrey Hepburn was more famous than Julie Andrews at that time, right? Yes. And then eventually, because Audrey Hepburn eventually got a little bit older, and then Julie Andrews kind of had her run of she be, she was really popular. Well, no, Julie Andrews. Got her start on the stage in London yeah. doing it. Okay. And so when she started doing films, they um, wanted her to do My Fair Lady. Exactly. And the producers wanted somebody more famous. That would draw people in. And, yes. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody know who Marnie Nixon is? No, but I know she's the one, the, the person who sings. Yeah, who who's the, the voiceover for... Uh, wouldn't it be lovely? Uh, okay. Yeah. So apparently Marnie Nixon, for many, many, many years, did lots of voiceovers for many of these movies that we've been watching. Mm-hmm. And she just was uncredited. And for the longest time, they finally did start crediting her. And and yeah. So Why did they do that? Is it just because to make sure that the actor or act, the actress was, they had the the belief that, oh, this was really the person who sang it. I guess. Maybe, right? Oh, she's so good. But really, it wasn't her and the, the yeah. whole time. It's so, just a big cover-up? Yeah. By the time the 60s came around, yeah. a lot of actors who were the triple threat didn't exist anymore. Mm, okay, so like Gene Kelly would be a triple threat. Yes, he could sing, he could dance, he could act. Yeah. Debbie Reynolds, she could sing, she could dance, she could act. Fred Astaire, he could sing, he could act, dance, he could act. Yeah. Ginger Rogers, she could sing, she could dance, she can act. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn, she can dance and act. Yeah. Well, she could act, dance. Probably. She just wasn't a triple threat. No, I don't. I don't know if she. I know she sings in Breakfast at Tiffany's, so I know uh, she can sing. Yeah. But it's not like. Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds yeah. kind of singing. Yeah. Oh, I could have dream- danced all night. That was this Nixon lady, too. Yeah. 
And then when did they start crediting people? I yeah, that's probably later, later maybe yeah. 70s when it was like, oh, this is the real person who did it, that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Probably later than the 70s. Yeah. Because, like, I remember listening or hearing something or reading something where people were so upset that they chose Audrey Hepburn over um, Julie Andrews because Julie... Who who was upset? I think it was, like, more the critics. People in London? Well, I Because that's where the stage production was from. Well, I know, but like to me, it seemed from where I heard or whatever it was, they wouldn't um, nominate Audrey Hepburn for it because of the backlash, because it wasn't Julie Roberts playing her role of My Fair Lady, something like that. That's what I I read someplace, heard it or some like I was just thinking Julie Andrews. Julia, yeah, Julia Andrews. Uh, like, Julia Roberts. Sorry. <laughs> Julia Roberts. Julia Andrews where it was just there, there was something, there was like some political or people were upset that Audrey Hepburn was chosen over I, Julia Andrews. I guess I didn't read that much into it. Yeah. I just watched the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I like it was just something that was interesting to me at the point, at the time when I heard it, it was like, oh, that's kind of interesting that people wouldn't did that that just yeah. to have backlash at Audrey Hepburn or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. But What was your favorite so, song, Dave? I did like the dad song. I thought that Which song dad song? The first one. With the little bit. Yeah, that one was, <laughs> that one was like, and like one of my favorite parts was he was when he was dancing, he was coming over and... Um, they kicked him out and then they came over and they were going to throw a beer on him or throw water on him or like throw a liquid on him. And he just ducked and got the the guys behind him. I thought that was funny. And then it was massively interesting, uh, hearing him when he came and got the five pounds. Yes. So he comes and gets the five pounds. And what I've noticed with people who, um, have the disposition of those sorts of things like alcohol, cigarettes, and that's, you know, his vices, is that it's like, oh, yeah, I'm willing to tell you the truth. I'm willing to say, I'm willing to say, yeah, I, I'm doing this. I'm doing this, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you straight up honestly about it. And you're just, like, sometimes, like, when I hear stuff like that, I just become like, eh, you know what? <laughs> Why don't you change then? Like, if you know it's wrong, just change. You know, in my head. You did change. Yeah, he did. But it was just like when I've seen it in my life where I've seen people. He became Mr. Doolittle. (laughs) True. And, like, when I've seen it, it's like people say it, but then they don't do it. And so, like, in the movie with there's a good change that he had a good circumstance. Of where he just changes, he changes life and that sort of thing. Like it kind of reminds me of a. I don't know if you guys remember this, but like four or five years ago, there was a guy, homeless guy, where someone recorded him, and he had this like really good voice, and 
because of that, it went viral. And then I think eventually he got a job or something like that. But I don't know if it, if he real like, oh, I, if it really changed him, if he's still, if he, if he's still doing, if he's still doing stuff or is, is, is he back to where he used to be? And so it's just like, that's what it kind of reminds me of where sure you have one success story like that. And then, so what you're saying is you can take the man out of the gutter, but you can't take the gutter out of the man. Yeah. Uh Wow. You can't, can't at all. You're just kind of stuck. Well, I disagree. Unless you, unless you you as an individual change, kind of like her, where she decided to make the change and she put in the work and she did it. And then she changed. Yeah. And so it's like, if it's in you, sure, you can change. But if it's not, then it's kind of tough if it's not. What did you think of the ending? What did I think of the ending? Yeah, but either, anybody. Oh. What did you think of the ending? I think it's really odd that she goes back to him. Back to who? Higgins. To Higgins, okay. Okay, what's the... Age difference. I can never tell on these things. I know that's how I think when I watch these movies. So I would look at it as this at the time period that it was portraying. It wouldn't have been odd for somebody his age to marry somebody her age. Okay. Yeah. It just wouldn't have been. Right. But it's just weird to me still. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause it, is it because you're seeing it through your seeing it through the lens of now? Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay, so what happened? Real quick, go uh, the the American guy. He died. Yeah, the the millionaire. Dang it! I don't remember that. How do I not remember that? When you said that earlier, I was like, wait, he died? I thought he was just paying the dad four thousand dollars. <laughs> Boy, I'm really losing it. Because I was hoping she was going to end up with him, right? That's what I was hoping. I was like, "This guy's awesome. I like this guy, and he's you know he's infatuated with her." So I thought I thought that was Freddie, Freddie. Yeah, I have often walked down the street before. (laughs) You go, Jake. (laughs) So is there for you, Jake? The ending is it odd? It's odd that right after she says you'll never see me again okay he goes back to his house and she shows up doesn't she have some kind of relationship with his mom yeah so is he is she trying to gain her acceptance after the the ball thing yeah. where she dazzles everybody the the prince wants to dance with her. Yeah. And she storms out. She goes to his mother's and explains what happened. And the mother agrees with her that he was being a jerk. Yeah. He was doing it for himself. Well, right? Like, you could see in the background when they're singing, the, you did it. You did it. Yeah. By golly, you did it. You changed her. Yeah. She's the one who did it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he was her teacher. But she no, she was the one who confounded the Hungarian ambassador. 
who oh, yeah, that's said, right. nobody can te- speak English that well. She must be a Hungarian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the English, because that, that's the first song, is why, do, why can't the English teach their children how to speak? speak? Yeah. And I did like his line about America and where America hasn't spoken English at all for a while. I thought that was funny. Like, But so she does end up being with him even though she says she's not going to be with him. Yeah. She says, you'll never see me again. And then he... And then she... I forget what song he sings. Oh, I've grown accustomed to her face. That's right. Yep. And he goes back home and he goes into his study and he sits down and then she walks through the door. I thought for sure she was going to end up marrying Freddie. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Freddie. And she would get a job to pay for their household. Yeah. Because she knows how to work. Yep. Yeah. But she ends up with Higgins. She ends up with Higgins. I mean, yeah, but when you put in time to when you put in time with somebody um there's attachment parts, you know what I mean? Like, like But But it doesn't make sense because she said she wasn't going to see him. So, yeah, but someone could be that mad so and say, I'm never going to see you again, but then eventually at, sees you. When they're sees at him. his mother's, and yeah. she explains why, because Higgins will always see her as the flower girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where Pickering saw her as the duchess. Yeah. And that's where she really, so she's claiming it was Pickering who taught her how to act, while Higgins taught her how to speak. Well, and I, like I think, um, I, I, I think he, I think in life, personally, you can see somebody as X, Y, and Z. Like I know they could see her as a he Higgins can see her as a first impressions. Yeah, and then that's them, and that's them for the rest of your rest of the life. Like we've all experienced that, we've all had that, and, but um, at a certain point. <laughs> There could be a change in that person where they don't see that, where they could see it, but it's not, I'm not always going to see you as this flower girl, or I'm not going to all you, all you always see you as this. But Oh, I I think even at the end of the movie, she, he still sees her as the flower girl because he's like, get me my slippers or something. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I just think it's, weird how it ends yeah is it because yeah now that, well, I don't know why I wasn't thinking about this we could have danced all night right or I could have danced all night yeah but he doesn't return that love that... right but is that why she goes back is she now wanting to change him I don't know oh that could be it all right, guys. Deep thoughts, real quick. <laughs> he was the he. She was his project. Now he is her project. That's why she came back. But uh, now that you say it, I don't know. At like, the same like time, that. isn't isn't that similar to like she's all that and that's and those sorts of movies where the mate the the guy the person is trying to change this other person. But then eventually it comes so, down to th- they the, actually change each other. So the basis of My Fair Lady, yeah. two gentlemen make a bet that he can change 
this, this yeah. lady on the street, yeah, this Cockney flower yep. girl, and to pass for royalty, yeah, right. She's all that. A bet between two friends to take the most awkward girl in school and ta- change her into the prom queen. Yeah, same thing. She doesn't Similar. win the prom queen. He loses the bet. Yeah, but it's the same setup. Yeah, yeah, it's the same setup, but it's like at at the same time. Um, because like I, I'm, I'm also thinking of uh, ten things I hate about you because they have that bet too. It's like, hey, get the date, let's date, and so then I could date the little sister. Like I know it's a little different. It's, it's a little quite, different, quite a bit different. Because but that's it's, just taming in. It's true. Yeah, it's by William Shakespeare. It's just like not my fair lady. Not my fair lady, but <laughs> which was not written by William Shakespeare. At the same time, like it has this underlining thing where they they have this goal they get it but at the same time they the person who's trying to change this other person changes too because they start seeing they have to see all these positive things of this but person the and thing then, is is higgins never changes he never yeah. grows as a character yeah i still really like this movie and i like the character it's just he yeah. never grows he's the same Throughout the whole movie where he condescends to her. He condescends to everybody. Yeah. And you know when uh, he doesn't get his way, he pouts. Yeah. That I, I remember that, that part with, with the slippers. And she calls him out on it, whatever. And he runs up the stairs and how dare he walks away. Like, he, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But he does pout. He does pout. <laughs> he if does they, pout. If they remade this movie, mm-hmm. would Ben Affleck play Higgins? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. I don't know if that guy can sing, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but would, do you think they would change, like, because they wrote Higgins the same one way and he was that way throughout the whole movie. You you would think that they would change him where it would be like, okay, you got to change around this time where you start seeing the this person as a great person and then you, people can root for you also. Because it's, cause it doesn't see, to me, you don't root for Higgins. Like, uh-huh. You root for him for to help change, but like you're always rooting for Audrey Hepburn so, to get, be to win or that sort of thing. So it wasn't exactly a, a love triangle because yeah. there was Freddie who s- s- stood outside the house and sang about his love for her. Yeah, she sings "I Could Have Danced All Night" with Higgins. Yeah, Higgins doesn't notice either and doesn't care. Yeah. So, so that's I why wonder, I wanted her to end up with Freddie because he loved her. Which better bear match, yeah. It would have been a better match. But it, it seems like... But uh, she didn't love him. seems like Higgins was more like her dad than anything. Where her dad just didn't care. Not he like, cared, but he didn't care. Not unless he, she could give him some money so he could yeah. go get a point. <laughs> so like with Higgins, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, well, Higgins, I don't care, but he gave off the impression gave the impression that he doesn't care. Yeah. Just like her dad. And then he doesn't care and then ends up with her. Deep thoughts with crackers and milk. Very much so. So like I could I can understand it. So 
because you kind of end up with somebody sometimes, not all the time. Some like you date people that are like that. One of my favorite parts, yeah, is when she first gets there, mm-hmm. and they have to give her a bath. Oh yes, <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad you brought that one up. Ed, she's like, "I'm a good girl. I am. I'm a good girl." <laughs> my daughter, when she gets in trouble. But I want to be a good girl. <laughs> I want to be a good girl. So, that's yeah, awesome. that's, that's what it reminded me of when, <laughs> like, the, the look on the housekeeper's face, she rolls up her sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they get her out of the coat and they. <laughs> All, all, all the maids are in there getting taking the clothes off of her so she can get in the bath. <laughs> it's not proper. It's not proper. So, how often should you watch this movie? How often would would should we watch this movie? Well, network network TVs through the eighties and nineties believe we should watch it once a year. Yeah. What about now, Jacob? Five to seven. Five to seven. I could watch it every two years. Me too. I I like this movie quite a bit. Yeah. It's like Seven Bright for Seven Brothers. Brothers. Mm -hmm. How enjoyable. And it's got a little bit in common with Mary Poppins as well. Oh, it does? The suffrage. The women's suffrage marching through. Votes for women. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Um, I I would say five. Okay, five would be good because it um, it gives you time away from it, but it also if you it also helps you remember stuff like yeah. so. It's not too bad. I don't, I think it's really so, good. There's not a week I don't go by where I don't sing. I'm getting married in the morning. <laughs> Ding dong, the bells are gonna chime. <laughs> So get me to the church. Yeah. Get me to the church. Get me to the church on time. I I literally sing songs from yeah. My Fair, My Fair Lady. Lady quite often. Wow. Quite oh. often. So it, it's like that um, powerful to you. <laughs> or you've like watched it and listened to the music that wet, that much. Yeah, I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you for joining us. Um, uh, so, give it a watch, and it's a great movie. Okay, thank you. Welcome. I'm getting married in the morning. Welcome. Ding dong, the bells are gonna ring. Welcome to Christmas. I could have done Starlight. I could have done Christmas. Is he singing? Ha, ha, ha.